Hello and welcome to the podcast. This welcome. Is, this is a new everybody. podcast. It, it might have been like demon possessed. It was a fairly large, mutated-looking chicken. We were born in the north, but we grew up in the south. We learned all of our words from Pennsylvania. And people are that toboggan. That little toboggan. It's not there. a toboggan. A toboggan is a sled. Okay. Point three inches, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't take it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us ladies for this very special episode of the Wise Works podcast. Um, we are doing something new yeah. this season and into the future. We decided because we are filmmaker, creative, um, conversation, entrepreneur, podcast, entrepreneurs. Uh, we want to talk to more creative people. <laughs> what? <laughs> I was going to say, uh, side hustle strippers? No. <laughs> no, we're not. Yeah. We're not the impulsive over here. No. Um, but yeah, we want to talk to... strippers either. Uh, some of them are. Some of their guests are. Some of their guests are, yeah. Guests, yeah, yeah. but not the host. Well, maybe the host. Maybe the host. Maybe it's on the DL. Who we knows? don't know about it. You never know. We don't know. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> But anyway, we want to talk to a little bit more with creatives, people who have cool entrepreneur, um, artistic ideas, and other filmmakers, mm-hmm. authors, storytellers, things of this nature. Um, it is the first episode. Well, it is the first week of season seven. So we thought so, we would talk to Wyatt. We're going to interview. Brand new. <laughs> yeah, the the new host of the show, yep. Wyatt Goforth. Wait. No, Benjamin White go for it. It is both, actually. You, some Wyatt. people do have two names. Oh my Wait, gosh. You, you <laughs> yeah. don't have a middle name? Dude, What's yeah. you know you have a middle name, though? <laughs> his middle name's Wyatt. It's <laughs> Wyatt. Oh, I thought you were saying it. <laughs> what two the first heck, Joshua? Like, what? No. You're acting like you don't names. know this guy. I said that. I said two names. Benj- Benjamin, <laughs> Benjamin Wyatt go for it. That's yeah. what I said. Well, why did you look so surprised? For, you were like, you got a middle name. And I was like, wait, <laughs> yeah, I thought you were saying you did. Benjamin you Wyatt was your, well, you had two first names. And I was you like, got what? him discombobulated. Discombobbed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I. Anyways, go ahead and tell I, I didn't really know about this, right? Yeah, yeah you did. I, I did sort of, but it was in passing. They're like, well, also, we're going to talk to Wyatt. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to be on the show. Of course, they're going to talk to me, <laughs> yeah. right? That's that's what being a host of the show is. We get to ask you anything. But I guess this episode specifically, you wanted to... I wanted to take this one to have... Maybe we'll learn something about you. Yeah, that we maybe didn't know. we'll. And especially the people that listen to this that don't know you. Yeah. Um, you know, and and even the people who listen to the midnight special who do who have heard you in, a bit, mm-hmm. maybe they'll learn something new about you as well that we haven't already talked about. Um, but yeah, go ahead and uh, open us up by tell us by telling us where you were born, what kind of family you were born into. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was born on the east end of Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> The East End. Right, which I don't know. I don't know anything about Chicago, <laughs> right? Um, no, I was born in Georgia mm. um, into a small family at the time, only one brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but now there's 
three other brothers and myself and two sisters. So three, that's six. Six okay. in total. A lot of people are going to hear that and they're going to be like, wow. It's a lot. That's no, a it lot. is a lot. Because families these days are like, man, you got three kids. You're yeah. packed. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, well, it's, I guess it's my dad really likes babies. Mm. Like baby, just babies in general. He just likes to hold them. Loves cuddling them, loves holding them. Mm. Anytime somebody's got a baby at the church, yeah. he's holding it. He's, I mean, last he's time, he w- I saw him sitting on the couch just sleeping with, with a baby. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's kind of um, like, uh, it's kind of like he's like, I want another baby. Yeah. And, and he substituted, you know, puppies, right? Like he's had puppies in there to substitute for babies. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, we're uh, there's a lot of us. Can we uh, go back a little bit farther than that? While we're talking about your dad, how we met, I guess, is through our families. Our our dads were roommates at yeah. one point, yeah. and yeah. your aunt and our mom yes. was a roommate. Was yeah. roommates, right? I don't know. They were either roommates or they were close. They they're yeah. definitely close friends. They possibly were roommates. My brain isn't telling me for sure. But I do know our dads are roommates for yeah. sure. Um, and your dad actually just just realized the the connection yeah. <laughs> between you moving I was talking in with Joshua. To, I was talking to him on the phone, and he was uh, I mentioned how he he was uh, roommates with Ricky. And mm-hmm. he's like, our dad's yeah. name is Ricky. He's Ricky. like, yeah, it's sort of a full circle type thing. Right? <laughs> he didn't realize it until yeah. that moment. Yeah. Do you think... Uh, I think Do you it believe was, in like uh, destiny and like or some sort of thing of fate. But no. families are supposed to be. Do I believe that friendships transcend time? Yes. Or just uh, our families have a bond. In I've some watched way. Avatar: The Last Airbender, and I know, <laughs> <laughs> I know that you know, friendships no, transcend time. I'm pretty okay. sure that there is <laughs> like, there is some know. transcendence. You haven't seen the show. There's transcendence <laughs> of some kind. Yeah, I, you haven't. I haven't. So. Uh, but no, I do think that the generational friendship does work mm-hmm. and can happen as long as it's cultivated by yeah, both parties, really the parents and the kids who will obviously be friends next. And we just happen to be people who cultivated it. Um, other people that are, you know, you have friends that you're really close to mm-hmm. that I'm not close to, but I'm aware of. And then we have friends that you're not super close to but you're aware of and are also friendly to. But I would say that's almost... <clears throat> but they were like teen friendships. Right. Like, you know, maybe mm-hmm. prepubescent, you became friends. But like ours is like we were born with DNA to be friends. <laughs> well, I mean, let's... I mean, you look at it like, you know, our parents were friends, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, they were also all friends with other people, yep. right? Mm-hmm. And so there's... You know, there's people we're friends with where it's like, you know, we, we haven't been in close, mm-hmm. in, in touch with them as much, right? Because they're, they were friends with our parents and so, yeah. you know, it's it's more distant, right? But it's still yeah. there. And I feel like that's the same with everybody. Even our kids will be like, you know. Yeah. Maybe it works if you have kids uh, probably the same gender close to the same age. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's the key. I'll say, yeah. And and 
I don't know that gender necessarily matters on that specific. Well, maybe they might thing. end up getting married or, if the opposite yeah. gender. <laughs> if there's not already intermarriages before that, because then it would be wrong if it was too far down the generations. Right. Speaking of generations. <laughs> 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 Freaking. Um, but yeah, go back to what you were saying mm-hmm. um, in regards to your family life growing up with just an older brother at the time and um, before you had your other siblings. What was it like in Georgia? Well, I, I don't actually, I don't remember as much about Georgia life as a, as a young kid. I remember hot car rides. Um, I remember. It's hot in Georgia. Yeah, it is hot in Georgia. <laughs> I remember. Um, Going to the park. I remember going to the water park. Um, I remember when I was real young, I had issues with uh, special sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, like when you're learning vocabulary. So like the the you know C K, the T R sound, the O U, mm-hmm. the e, all the different E A sounds, right? Special mm-hmm. sounds, right? And there are charts for those. Yeah, you mean your phonics? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, <laughs> phonics. Yeah. So, um, so we had tapes, right? Yeah, My mother yeah, would put yeah. the tape in into the mm. into the car. The same type stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and then and I'd have to, and I would sit there looking at the the chart. Dude, I can't. Only Let me ask you this. Today. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Like, did did you ever hear like, owl as an owl? Yeah. Ooh. As in loop yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It was like a woman's voice. It was probably the same tapes. Dude, yeah. was it the same book? Did it have some blue on the outside? Probably. Dude, heck yeah. <laughs> the tape book. Same tape mm-hmm. book combination. Yeah. Both homeschoolers, man. Yeah. Freaking we were educated the same yeah, that's, way. Uh, something. You are you were homeschooled. I was, it was oh, sort of half and yeah, half. Cause, you, yeah, you went Because for, for preschool, mm-hmm. I went to... Um, our church's school. We had a Christian school, and, and those were your rebellious years. Preschool. <laughs> yeah. No, I went. I went to. I went to school up until f- first grade. I was homeschool for first grade. Yeah. Then I went back for second grade, and then third grade. I was homeschooled. Fourth grade. Um, I went back a little bit for fifth grade, but ultimately went back to homeschooling after that mm-hmm. you know so yeah how and then you, we moved okay you moved to where and Pennsylvania. Why at this point how you jumping a, you're jumping have? a pretty long period of time yeah. though i think sort of okay one of the things that's always fascinated me with you as well as your brother but he's not here and we're talking to you <laughs> yeah um is your guys and we've mentioned this many times is your guys incessant need and skill and out of the box thinking to create narrative stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Literally sometimes for fun in a serious way. Or they come out of or, nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just as a mind exercise. Yeah. Well, what happens is you get an idea and then when we were little, we would just act out the ideas, mm-hmm. right? Um, because they become real and then you can move on to the next idea. Mm-hmm. Right. So uh, but nowadays, it's more like you come up with the idea, uh, think about it, flesh it out a little bit. What's what's the science? What's the characters? What's the mm-hmm. how does it work? Right? 
How did you get that skill? Because I know your family in general is very story oriented or you're like, I remember from even being a kid, we talked about this in the midnight special ones, but your family and your grandma has this story she would tell Mm -hmm. about a box. And I, I love that story. We've heard it forever, but good story. How, because your family has this story, how was it like, did you guys just pick it up because you were around it all the time? Or uh-huh. did you guys, like, how did you guys become I don't such know. good storytellers? It, it, it was, I think it was mostly our just, <clears throat> it's mostly probably just from uh, uh, active imaginations, mm-hmm. um, TV, movies, somewhat. Mm-hmm. You know, we liked, we liked the... Uh, classic some of the classic disney movies you know really really gets your imagination going tarzan i love tarzan oh yeah right? but um but yeah so we watched that we and and then john mark was was always coming up with um i with the ideas right and mm-hmm. i would help him come up with new characters and then we would act it out we would run out into the yard and be like you know, this. my name is such and such, your name is such and such, we're this age, and we have time traveled into the future where we meet yeah. our future selves and we go on this adventure, right? Yeah. Um, and that, or, or, and it, it was always situational, mm-hmm. right? We'd be at a park, and so since the scenery and the setting is different, uh, we there's a different story. When we were really little, I, I remember this vivid. I don't know how old we were. We had to have been only, I don't know, four. I don't know. Yeah. But you, you'd be taking a bath, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You'd be taking a bath. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And so you're in a water world now. Oh, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You have gills. You can swim underwater. And now you go on this water world adventure. Yeah. Right? So, so uh, you know. You become Aquaman. But I remember. Do you guys rem- did you guys ever have one of those wheel things that you sat on the kitchen floor and yeah. you'd spin it mm-hmm. and it'd spin, right? Yeah. Well, John, Mark, and I, when we were really little, because the thing's probably only about this big around, yeah, right. So we had to have been really little. You would we sit would cross-legged. we would sit cross legged, and we'd spin it really fast. Yes. And you dizzy. And we would time it, it, we time traveled. That's how we time traveled. It was, Dude. A, it was literally a time machine for us. <laughs> Dude, see, that's that's a beautiful thing. I, mean, I truly think that really, that I, I truly think that creators originate from two places, either really active childhood imaginations mm-hmm. or really rebellious outside of the box getting in trouble imaginations. Mm-hmm. Because, and those people usually end up being artists that, uh, you know, do like actual art they become like tattoo artists they become like you know uh maybe photographers but also they did a lot of graffiti in their life there's definitely a a broodingness to art oh yeah right yeah lydia lydia's an artist yeah she does a lot of physical art Mm -hmm. and there's definitely a broodingness to okay let me ask you this as lydia okay so lydia's your sister (laughs) yeah for people who don't know you have two sisters two sisters maddie and lydia um so lydia's into art have you ever caught her doing any kind of graffiti work <laughs> like maybe on a tree no. or maybe in a hidden part of part of the house that people wouldn't go off and no i i, I would really like I, I mean i'd like to see her you know putting her art somewhere more public mm-hmm. right but for the most part she just you know she doodles she has a lot lots of books she has these little 
frames about this big mm-hmm. of um, uh, canvas, right? And yeah. she'll go on those and do little miniature art things and things like that. Um, and then sometimes she has big canvases that she does art on. And so you go into her room, she's got art all over her wall that she's done, um, which is interesting to me because, yeah. you know, for a lot of young uh, girls, you go into their room and it's art that other people have done. Um, and it's bands and it's movies and it's shows, right? And it's shirtless dudes just freaking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lydia does all that herself. So she right? was a she C. draws the shirtless dudes. <laughs> she draws the shirtless dudes. She's like, yes, yes. this is perfect. This is going. This on is what I wanted. I didn't want anyone else editing my work. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, Frame but um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So I mean. Yeah, and we had, I guess, I guess Ethan sort of was shoehorned in there, mm. but he 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 never went along with our stories, mm. right? Because we'd be like, all right, here's the character, yep. here is the story, here's the setting, here's where we're going, right? Yep. And it's yep. you, you just say, okay, it's a space. We're in space, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Ethan is a squid pirate, right? With a wiffle ball bat, oh, right? Man. He makes up his own story. He bursts the illusion because he wants to inflict pain. Well, that's uh, we <laughs> we did a midnight special called yeah, Everybody, Everybody Hates, Hates Ethan. Ethan. Yeah. yeah, and you get to know. Uh, I would recommend going back and listening to that. If you yeah, want it's to. on Spotify. Well, it's interesting because the podcast goes very similar to Ethan's life. Uh, absolutely yeah. right. It goes from how we you know what we were talking about as far as the subject matter ethan's early terrible you know his terrible twos lasted into his teens Mm -hmm. right those twos and so you know and then it and then it goes into you know who he is now and and the tone really changes Right from the beginning of the podcast to the end of the podcast, the tone somewhere yeah. in there changes because we get into what he's into now, mm-hmm. right? Because he's a preacher, and so that's what we start opposite talking to about. troublemaker yeah. kid. That's opposite, funny. yeah. It's yeah. it's really interesting, and Ethan's got a good, really good story and a really good testimony. Yeah, go shout out. I guess and Josh was right. Go listen to that episode. It was a good one. So. Um, I know you're probably not finished, but I'm hearing. You're asking a lot of, you're saying kind of defining, and you don't have to define yourself per se, but you're defining John Mark as the storyteller. Mm-hmm. You're defining Lydia as the artist. artist. You're defining Ethan as the, the preacher the boy, crazy crack crack dad, dad. <laughs> the, crack dad. The, the crazy violent, crack the fra- violent preacher boy, yeah. maybe. Um, but you're not really, what, is, what are you, why? How do you see yourself mm. as an individual? I mean, you don't have to put a title on it, but what? Because you're here on the podcast. Yeah. You guys have had a dynamic that's been different than like our dynamic with being friends, but um, you're still here on the podcast. What do you think led you to here? Because there's probably something. Probably no. the ocean. <laughs> and yeah, that's part of it. Cheeks yeah. And dimples. <laughs> <laughs> did you just smile? I did. <laughs> um, well, John Mark's got dimples too, so so you know, the cute factors, you know, it crosses of, it over. It crosses over, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I I guess I guess it was more of um, 
I because I, I see myself as a creative as well. Yeah. Right. As far as the ideas go. Like, what do you mean, like storyteller too? Yeah. Okay. I, well, I I think yeah. I think I can I can compose the ideas. Right. Mm-hmm. They're always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's new ones that always pop up yeah. all the time. Right. Yeah. Like I was thinking about the other day. What if what if there was a story about people who lived in you know like these giant rivers, just fast flowing rivers but they they're regular people but their houses are nestled in these like rocks that are kind of half out of the river i don't know yeah yeah right dumb ideas it's not dumb right they 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 spark you know we were talking about a story from bitcoin too that's cool yeah we'll get into it yeah that was fun um but we like I don't know. I, I like to go over the, the, the possibilities, right? And I think it's the same way with um, <clears throat> artists, I guess, um, like comic book artists, right? Mm-hmm. They have the same ideas. They just have the ability to create the ideas because they're artists, yeah. right? Um, I can't necessarily draw my ideas, uh, but I, I think through them, mm-hmm. right? You've drawn a good bit of stuff, though. I have drawn some things, but... I anytime I try to draw something, um, I guess interesting or something that's not wacky and <laughs> supposed to be so, kind of, kind of you know different. Mm-hmm. I can draw those. I can draw the cartoons really fun. Yeah. Right. Uh, but anytime I'm like, ooh, I'd really like to capture this moment from a book or something mm-hmm. going on in my head. Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. <laughs> that's all right. I think. Um, the thing is, I, I'm of the opinion that artists are also people like you. Okay. So, although maybe Lydia, your sister, she might have a future in maybe drawing for anime mm-hmm. or maybe uh, <clears throat> maybe becoming, you know, a famous painter or something. Right. Um, especially since this world's probably moving towards ideas and values similar to Greece. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I think there's still art in the more not so serious. Not yeah. so. So things like, and we talked about this, we talk about this often, I think it's just because it's such a, a daunting show. The things like Rick and Morty or even the Midnight Gospel on Netflix that Duncan Trussell did that I showed you a few episodes mm-hmm. of. Um, these things are super silly. They're super abstract. They're not t- supposed to be taken seriously. But yet artists who do take themselves seriously are being paid money and being paid a good bit of money, spending countless hours to create these things that you're not supposed to be taken seriously and supposed to be kind yeah. of an escape and enjoyed in mm-hmm. a funny way. Right. And that is just as much as art because now you're not only combining like you know, artistic expression and ideas and values, but now you're also adding to the factor like the main purpose is comedy, but we're adding art to comedy. You know what I mean? And you and even if even if you weren't, you know, maybe on the same level of artistic expression like your sister, well then you but you still have something in you that is there. It's just a different strain, a different branch of it. I think storytelling is art in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, if I mean, you know, you can just watch you can watch a movie, and um, it can have great special effects, and it can have great acting, and it can have um, 
you know, all these things going for it. But if the story isn't good, it's not a good movie, mm-hmm. in my opinion, right? I have plenty of friends who will watch a movie and say it's a fantastic movie um, when it, you know, there was, but there was no story. Yeah. Right? That's my, like, like that's my main criticism of something like um, Venom. Yeah, I'd I say, watch I'd it, say have you, if you haven't seen Venom, like I loved Tom Hardy, I loved Venom, yeah, I, I loved the way, you know, um, I just, that there there wasn't much story happening, mm-hmm. right? I, yeah, I didn't care for it either, for some reason, there was just something about it that just it didn't peak me. Right. <laughs> it didn't, uh, it didn't peak you? It didn't, no, it didn't, it didn't stir the chemicals yeah Yeah. all right (laughs) and that's one of my that's one of my things about uh about marvel that Mm -hmm. i like is that even if the movie is you know subpar right Mm -hmm. there's there's still story there that they're gonna you know add late you know to later movies there's story Mm -hmm. right that's happening that may not even be part of the movie right because you know they know how to move the story along right um, if you've read any, uh, you guys know, you've read Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. right? His stories are definitely art, yeah. I would consider. Or Brandon Sanderson is definitely an artist, mm-hmm. right? But the difference is, you know, or difference, the, 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 the main thing is that, you know, they're, they're doing their art by telling a story, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's crafting something. And it, it's not physical, right? Or he's not painting it. You can't really see it, but you can read it, yep. right? Um, so, yeah, there is, there's an art to storytelling. I want to get back to... Yeah, the story. Well, let, let's get back to now. Me? Are we yeah, still talking you. about me? We're still um, talking, we're talking about you this whole time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is your one chance, dude. Yeah. For Same what? what say. For talking about yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, freaking! So you mentioned you moved to Pennsylvania. I How did. old were you when you guys moved? Uh, it's a little choppy. Choppy. I'm not so sure. I think I was twelve. Okay. And what was the purpose for moving there? Essentially, uh, we were taking care of a Bible camp. So you're was uh, it really that, that young. Yeah. You were that young. Well, I remember. I remember the year before I was eleven. I remember going to Peru. Mm-hmm. Right, I remember that specifically, um, and then I remember the next year. Um, I remember some some life type stuff happening uh, at at the age of twelve, mm-hmm. right? And then I remember probably mm, so by the time by the time we I moved, I was probably closer to thirteen. I was probably 13. Mm-hmm. If we got there around October, November, mm-hmm. it, it, it had already passed August, so I would be 13. Okay. Um, yeah, and so we lived there for 13, 14, five years, five, probably closer to five and a half, six. Gotcha. And you guys were just, you were there as the caretakers of the grounds pretty much all year yeah. long. Um, this is the camp that's very close to uh, my emotions mm-hmm. and my heart. I think probably the same for you, but a little different because you live there. Yeah. Um, and 
this is the camp that our first memories of each other were at. Yep. Um, this is actually the place, it was kind of the meeting ground for the majority of the times when we were younger that we would see each other, and you know? episode 100 was recorded there. And episode 100, me and Joshua went up last September and uh, recorded there. And so we've, we've cataloged a whole series of times where we've talked about Camp Maranatha. Yeah. Um, but this was this was the camp that you actually lived at for many years, and yeah. you kind of went through your teen years there. Also, before I get into more about myself, I guess, at the camp, mm-hmm. I think our memories of meeting each other are different. Mm-hmm. They're not that different. You because remember the camo? I remember... No, no, no. I remember pulling up in between the chuck wagon and the tabernacle. You're, yeah. In, yeah, you're on the rocks. We talked about this on the And I remember looking up to the right at the hill... And that's where you guys were coming down from, mm-hmm. right? Is that what you remember? Because that's what I remember. What I remember. I don't have this memory. I know. <laughs> I know. So I don't remember waking up in the morning, putting on my camo. Right. <laughs> I don't remember what I was wearing, but the camo was consistent because we did wear a lot of camo at that age. Yeah. yeah. Um, matching camo. Matching camo. By the well, way. Well, we weren't matching. We just both had camo. In my mind, it's matching for some reason. (laughs) Um, But what I do remember is same location. We probably, so you're talking about the hill coming down from the cabins up on the hill. Yes. Um, It's a, there's a good potential that, now the thing is your memory is going to change it. Your memory is always going to add things. But I, without me adding anything, I do remember um, us probably going from the hill, going past your car because you guys were probably getting out and unloading. Mm-hmm. And I was like, look, it's the GoForce, Wyatt, Jamar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we're, we're friends with them, but we didn't know like how to interact yet. Right. So we probably went straight to the creek. And we probably hung out by the rock by the creek, by, which, by the way, has a cameo. And greater remembering, if you want to watch that, mm-hmm. um, and also mm-hmm. in the hundred podcast, yeah. Um, and we went over and kind of stood by it, and that little slant that kind of collapsed in on itself after a while. Mm-hmm. It used to be a little pathway. Um, we were standing right there, and you guys walked up, kind of jogged up, run up, ran up, and we kind of decided right there once we were. It was just the four of us um, that we were like. And we're friends. And we're friends. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. that's, that's my first memory. Now, the thing is, I knew your guy's name. Right. But and you don't for some remember reason, from pre- previously. Here's actually an interesting thought. I might, because I'm a little, I'm a little older, I might have remembered you guys from when we were really young. There's a thing called camp meeting. We would go down sometimes. Yeah. To I Georgia. think to Georgia. I might have a memory of you like at four years old. Yeah. Like walking with me down the hallway at the church and we have like our coloring pages and stuff. Right. And, you know, Luke's mom, Miss Darlene, is like telling us, either scolding us or telling us to get back <laughs> in and color our papers or something. Dude, yes. That's the I thing. I we... think that might be my first memory of you, but it's so fuzzy. It's hard for yeah, me not to I think I made that memory. up. I do have this memory. It, we were talking about David and Goliath and we had to create life-size um, they got paper and we drew ourselves out of live size and put it up on the wall against David and Goliath. I remember that, but yes. that that could have been after the Maranatha scenario. 
Yeah, I don't remember that. I it might have been that. the same That's time. Very, yeah, I remember very... that. Either way, the hard and fast memory. <laughs> right is is, is Maranatha. Maranatha and we can always center on that and camo. Yeah, and camo right. and the pill for us. It was the rock. Yeah, we probably went straight to the rock. Right. Um, and you remember the camo. <laughs> um, so, but it was um it was an interesting, I guess, and tough time. Okay. Um, it was also, uh, um, it was also fun. It was also, you know, learned fun. a lot. It was. Okay. Um, but you know, it it soaked up like all of my teen years. Yeah. Like all of them. Yeah. Right. Um. So you how know, are you, how how do you feel about that? It it's it's. Um. Meh, right? It's like, you know, my, my, I had friends at my church in Georgia who had left. It was actually the, it was the river fan, rivers, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, they had gone to Wales and had been there for like, oh yeah, a while. Three or five. It I was probably like, years. it was probably about three years, but it felt like, it felt like two an decades. eternity, right? It felt like two decades because we were so, young. We hadn't lived much life. So, they came back and then we left. Yeah. There was almost no time in between. Yeah. Right? So, you know, my friends got to grow up together as teen teenagers. And right? you're talking about Mercer. Daniel, Daniel Mercer, uh, Luke Rivers, Cameron Gaddy, yeah. um, you know, and all the others down there. Right. But those three primarily. Those three primarily. You're also in that mix, but you were in Right, right, right. But I was in Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so um so my so I didn't ha- so I had to meet new people. Yeah. Right? Which sucked and I didn't like them all that much. And I don't think I met and I've I, I only have, I think, two friends my age that i i still talk to and and uh if i can't it, that well i you know what sort of right i would say Kristen. yeah because... i was gonna say do you ha- think uh luke and oh did, we are on the same mindset i was actually gonna say this by you guys no for sure well well this we is, this is a thing we went to camp fairview and Kristen came with us that's where she first met luke she also i don't have know come down to maranatha if you guys didn't meet right so that's what yeah, i'm saying probably you were able to give one of your best friends luke the greatest gift of all time yeah introducing him <laughs> yeah, to his future no. wife but um, <laughs> but yeah so so Kristen, right, is still one of our really close friends because she's married to Luke. Yeah, but not just because that, because you were she friends was, with her before Luke. Was. Yeah, but because we were friends with her, right? Yeah. But she she lives in Georgia, so that you know made made it easy. But you met her in Pennsylvania. Your family right. lived there. She moved to Georgia. The, the other one for me is a guy named Jake Ullery, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually when I moved back here. Uh, I didn't talk. I I I couldn't get in contact with Jake, and I didn't for the duration of the time I lived in Georgia after pencil or after Pennsylvania. Really? So from the time I was probably eighteen ish, eighteen nineteen to now twenty three twenty yeah twenty two actually yeah twenty two or twenty three right because I went to camp, I went back to Pennsylvania, 
Um, and I thought, you know what? I'm here. I need to call Jake. I need to hang in out Virginia? with Jake. No, no, no. In oh, Pennsylvania. This past summer. Oh, okay. And I did. And he was like, we really should keep in contact. <laughs> right? He actually called me a couple days before I moved up here. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked for quite a while. And, uh, and I actually need to call him again just to stay in contact. Right? But I would say basically him and Kristen are my two friends around my age that i got out of living in pennsylvania but Which every other Kristen's interaction a pretty big one though yeah because... she's a big one in my life and uh and jake as well has made a made a big impact on my life because... but he's a dude so he doesn't really talk he doesn't text or something he's probably like I, well, I, 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 I text Jake more than I text Kristen. I've never texted Kristen. Really? I don't talk to Kristen. Why not? I talk to Luke. Why don't you send each other memes? Oh, okay, I, I send memes. Right. All right. What about like saying goodnight, love you as a friend? <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. I do that with Luke. <laughs> Definitely. And then you should say, all right, hand the phone to Kristen. Got to yeah. tell her goodnight. <laughs> well, all the other people I knew up there... Uh, I haven't, I, you know, I haven't been able to keep in contact with, and, and you know, I didn't know like them. I didn't get to know them the same, mm-hmm. right? Even though I had interactions, with, there were interactions I had with people for years, yeah. right? And it was, it, you know, it didn't stick as much. Now I'll say church family and some other people that my mom sort of, uh, my mom sort of like forced introduced people into our lives right Mm. because my mom was um my mom was like you know it was a new place she was looking for friends right she was looking for people a support group essentially right yeah 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 she found people and so i would say there's the burton family um they got a bunch of kids they're our friends you know um uh we we hung out with them a lot when we were there last time and i would say um, our church family, excuse me, um, uh, especially people like Nathan Bramlett and his family um, are our other closest friends from up there, at least. And then, of course, people at the camp who we had known for years. Yeah. Right. But, you know, otherwise, it was sort of a, a haze of um, trying to keep the camp going. You know, with you know, almost no money. You were going to school at the time. Going and and or I was. You graduated high school, right? With through homeschool, and then you there started were some. College. And at the beginning, there were some kids that lived up in the village, and they were. Um, well, the village people were villagers. <laughs> it's hard to explain. It, you know they were they were they were different, right? Mm-hmm. A little antisocial. Yeah, probably. and 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 from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. Rural well, Pennsylvania. They, yeah, they really rural kind of. I wouldn't. I would. They they were on. The, they bordered the line between like, like really white trash people, <laughs> right? <laughs> to put it nice. To put it nicely, right? <laughs> the 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 kids white I think trash. were were very smart. I think they had a lot of potential. I didn't care for their parents, right, at all. Parents are trash. Or their older brothers, but I think I thought the 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 younger kids had a lot of potential. Um, but I mean, we played a lot, especially during the winter. We would play. Um, 
we'd go out and be, uh, we'd have one dude, uh, um, be a, uh, like an enemy sniper. So we would, we would sort of play this game of, can we, you know, follow through the snow, the enemy sniper and find him. Mm-hmm. Right. And essentially if you could evade capture, you know, right. you, you, you won. Right. And, and we played out a story. There was a story to it. Right. We did a lot of walking and talking, uh, collected rocks on the beach, um, and eventually they moved away. Um, so the, the village was empty for a while, and then it was bought, and we were friends with the people who bought it. They, you know, raised and take care of horses, and, uh, and they were good people. They were nice people. Um, and, yeah, we had Thanksgiving with them and all sorts mm-hmm. of things with them. Um, actually, we got one of our dogs from them, so that was nice. Which one, yeah. Ruby. Ruby? Yeah, oh, the little cool. one. Yeah. Talk about dogs. During that time, you had this dog named Chomper. That thing yeah. was vicious. He yeah, was he vicious. was. He, he was, was sweet, but he was vicious. He was vi- You guys, I remember going to camp only like one time when you had Chomper, but you guys would put a nu- uh, like a nuzzle on his- A muzzle, muzzle yeah. And then you'd let him out in the yard. So that dog wanted to tear you up. But it couldn't because it had a muzzle on. Yeah. Well, he <laughs> was scary. He was. Uh, he was number one. He was uh, antisocial from the beginning, mm-hmm. right? And so, so living in the camp where there was nobody but us didn't help. And he was nearsighted, right? Mm-hmm. So he couldn't see very well, right? <laughs> I remember. I remember trying to come up the stairs one time uh, to go into my room, and our room was like an attic, yeah. right? That had walls and things, and. Yep. And he was on one end, so I start coming up, and I hear growling, and I feel hear a full stampede across the room coming towards me, and I see his muscles tense to jump, and I'm like, whoa, hey, hey, stop, right? <laughs> and once he heard my voice and, and got real close, you know, he just put on the brakes, you know, his paws, and he slid to a stop, and I caught him, but we still almost both toppled down the stairs. So. Oh, man. Do you know how close chomper was to ripping me to shreds They're probably pretty close and it, was, only, it was a couple people i know many people yeah um our friend tim who was on one episode of the midnight special with isaac and josh's brothers um he he liked it like because chomper had the muzzle yeah so he would like i don't know he would ask ethan hey let him off the leash I'm going to run away from him. Yeah. Well, and, Tim, anything Tim got, Tim deserved. <laughs> because Tim almost got me bit is, by a snake. Yeah, he did. But he many times, actually. And he's gotten bit, just not by poisonous ones. Um, this was poisonous. It was a copperhead. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a lot of close calls. It's who he is, I think. Um, but he, he would be like, it. he'd be like, he has a muzzle on. Okay, it's safe. Let him off the leash. I'm going to see how far I can run before he gets me. Yeah. So Chomper would literally chase him in a matter of two and a half seconds. And Tim would have like a 20-foot head start. Yeah. And Chomper's just got these muscles and he's quick like a leopard. And so he would smack the back of his legs with mm-hmm. his muzzled face because he can't bite him. So he just, blah, just yeah. smack him. And Tim would fall down and Chomper would run around. He didn't really attack people like if they were on the ground mm-hmm. much. Um, but if they're up... Oh yeah, then he definitely he'll, wanted. he'll snap at you, and so like once he got on the ground, he would like run around him and like get in his face, mm-hmm. but he wasn't like trying to bite his face off once he's on the ground. Yeah, well, 
we had um after 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 Chomper, we got Ziva, and we we really made sure to socialize her mm-hmm. as much as we possibly could. She barks at people right that she doesn't know. Um, She's a sweet, baby. but she'll but once she once she sort of smells you and you know gets to know you a little bit. She's really good, mm-hmm. right? And Ruby's perfectly fine. Ruby won't yeah. hurt a fly. And what kind of dog She's, is G- Ziva's Ziva. a German Shepherd? Yeah, right. And German Shepherds can be can they, be intimidating. They can. It can be well. Intimidating. Oh, well, we wanted we wanted intimidating, but you didn't. Want but we didn't want mean. Her, you know to you know for her to actually be mean, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, so. And with the dogs, what I would do at camp is try to sneak up on them <laughs> because, you know, they're really hard to sneak up on. They got mm-hmm. those ears. Uh, it was easier with Chomper because he was nearsighted. But <laughs> but with Ziva, a little bit of a but with Ziva, you know, she could smell you, hear you coming, right, from from however far away. And so, you know, you'd, you'd try to sneak up on them as close as possible. I made a ghillie suit once yeah. <laughs> to try to sneak up on. On Ziva? Yes. <laughs> She still found me. It's like she she knew you were there, even though she didn't really notice you. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, she she sniffed me out. That's cheating. Well, also those are like police dogs. Yeah, yeah. Like shepherd, German shepherd. You can't really get past them. Yeah, but you were like, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try. (laughs) I'm gonna try. All right, tell us about your family uh, history a little bit. Tell us what kind of family you come from. Uh, let's see. Um. Bunch of crazy crack dads. Yeah, we already we already talked about storytellers, mm-hmm. right? So, um, I guess on the go forth side, um, my dad's been a truck driver mm-hmm. for a long time. Um, so as a kid, that was you know difficult, especially as a little kid, because mm-hmm. he was over the road truck driving, yeah. right? So, you know, we had to. We had to, you know, talk to him over the phone, and as little kids, we cried a lot, and how long that would make him you... cry. And yeah, how long? Weeks, time? weeks, weeks. Yeah. So, um, eventually, he was more local, mm-hmm. right? Um, but his dad owned a pool business, um, or I guess st- still does pool stuffs. Um, and his dad, uh was a uh, I actually don't know what Alfonso did. Alfonso. Yeah, his name was Alfonso. <laughs> um he name. I know when he was young he was a lumberjack. So he was really strong, yeah. right? And he worked for GM, right, up in Michigan, yeah. putting together car parts. Um one of the stories one of the few stories I know from his younger life is um he was getting hired, and uh, he was standing there in the line of men, right, trying to get hired. And the boss came and said, "All right, what about you? What can you do?" Right? And he said, uh, "He said he looked down the line both ways at every one of the men, and he says he looked the boss in the face and said, "I can whoop any man here." <laughs> <laughs> and I believe it. You know, those lumberjacks are big and strong. Just looks at everybody. I can whoop everybody. Everybody, probably all of them at once. Put me up toe to toe, but I win. I get the job. Yeah, he uh, he was something else. Um, and 
and I actually don't know too much about his dad. I don't. I, I don't think I know anything about his dad. I know we have some pictures of some of the older Goforths and and family members. There's a couple of them with like big. You know, they got these big cleft chins, but it didn't make them handsome. It made them <laughs> butt chins. They just. They just. They just. It was like real, real cleft yeah, chin. Real booty chin, right? But they weren't like super. They could probably attractive. twerk with their chins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, and then we have some, we have some, we have a book um, of of some of the histories. We had, um, uh, we so we sort of we can sort of track when we got here from England, um, uh, and then when we went to Kings Mountain area in South um, Carolina, in South Carolina. Yeah. yeah, or North Carolina. North Carolina. Kings Mountain is, is Kings Mountain in North, North Carolina? It's right yeah, on the yeah, border. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't real know close. which state it is. Um, and then Revolutionary War, and uh, eventually we moved down to Georgia. Either, I think it was after the Civil War we moved to Georgia. And then eventually, um, in the, the more recent generations, moved to Michigan, mm-hmm. right? So that's where my grandparents and my aunts are right now my cousin josh and your dad was your dad and my dad my dad my dad and my uncle and my aunts were all born and raised there and my aunt christina moved down to georgia and my dad followed her eventually recent years it's michigan Mm -hmm. um parents were or my my dad was born and raised there and then christina moved to georgia right Mm -hmm. um Probably because that's where Peachtree, or not, it wasn't Peachtree back then, back then, it was Mount Pisgah back then. Yeah. Um, was in Georgia, right? And that's where, you know, those were pe- people she knew from Maranatha, yeah. right? So and she, that's also where, I think the reason why I care about Maranatha so much is because um, that's how our parents, our parents didn't meet at Maranatha. But Maranatha was kind of the meeting ground for, for our families, for a lot of people. Yeah. So, like me and Joshua's family, our mom was from Pennsylvania, small mm-hmm. town Sheffield. We showed some video of it in the 100th episode, um, and she had a connection friend uh, because she went to a Christian camp, got connected with these this people that became friends with her, and they knew about the the Maranatha camp. Yeah. How old well, was she? Uh, I think she was in her... 20s, probably? Early no, 20s. I think she was in her or like mid-20s. 17, okay. 18, 19 years old. She moved to Georgia after she finished school, and she had a degree, so she was going to teach at the school there. Oh, yeah. So she probably... She did, a, she did a number of years of school before, which... Mom, I know you listen to this. <laughs> you can tell us in the comments or just give me a call, and I'll, Hi, Mom. you can clear it up. But Hi, Mom. Um, Hi. Essentially... <laughs> Like she, she had a friend, Dahlgrens. Yeah. Um, they knew people in Georgia because of Maranatha. Uh, I think that's probably connections being made at Maranatha is how she got the job in Georgia yeah. when she finished school. When she went to Georgia, she met our dad. They dated for like seven years. Wow. And then they got married. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, she, so she probably went there after the, I guess, the prime of camp because in the very beginning it was it was hopping mm-hmm. it was popping hopping. there were there were, were they uh, there were locking? there are, there was a lot of camps per year yeah. right mm-hmm. lots of them family camps kids camps 
just so many, right? Lots of people coming in. Mm -hmm. um, and then it died off for a while. Um, I mean, it got it got to where I think it was just Doc and uh, Dolly and uh, uh, maybe a, a guest preacher and my dad's family, mm -hmm. right? For a cup for like two years or something. And then I think the Dahlgrens started going. Um, and then it sort of built up from there. Um, and then, kind of and of course known. you would, yeah, it, it, to what we've known, the, the more recent histories and, you know, Which and of course caretakers and 30 to 60 people there for, right. the, for the week. Right. Well, even when we were kids, there was, there were, you know, there was still a kid's camp and yeah, you know, there was a lot more going on. Right. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, so. Um, so a lot of people, a, a lot of people, you know, met there. A lot of people have connections from there yeah. and, and even it, people in the area know of the camp, right? Because their, their parents went there or, you know, they went there when they were young, right? They just, you know, it's been so long. I guess I just haven't talked to anybody like local or anything. Cause I don't know. I never met anybody that knew of the camp that mm -hmm. was there. Right. Well, there was like. Um, we met a family, um, we, we met a, f I can't remember, I'm trying to think of the name, the Selliers, I think it's the Selliers we met, and, um, <laughs> keep going, um, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought, uh, when the wife was young, she went to the camp, mm -hmm. right? But we didn't. I didn't know that. We hung out with them for for a while, and and we attended the, um, we attended some of the youth meetings at their church, um, and but it turns out that she and my aunt were friends going to the camp. Yeah. So it was like, oh, that well, that's a cool connection, <laughs> right? This person that we just met and that we are friends with is, you know, f was friends with you know uh, our family when you know. Previous back, generation. Back in the older days, yeah. 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 Uh, I guess things are tied. It would be weird if we we uh, saw some of those people we went to kids camp with. You know who I'm I don't about? even know if I would remember them. Mm. I, I wouldn't probably I remember them well. don't but... remember any of their names. Yeah. Well, I only went once. Mm -hmm. Well, isn't that... Okay. Did the, it Was it before or after the kids camp stopped that the Pistorius came around? Uh, it was, it had to be after. Yeah. Because I don't remember them at any of the kids' camps. They weren't. I think it may be at the kids' camps. The only people I remember are you guys, DJ. Um, I don't, I, I wonder if the Rivers were in Wales during that time. They, I don't I even know were. if the Rivers were there. There was there. a dude named Cy. There was a dude named Cy. You guys Cy. remember Cy? No, I don't remember him. I remember I know, him. I remember that name. I remember he was super cool. Well, he was, he, he was, apparently he was didn't tall. Leave <laughs> Who was he the, was there was cool. like a guy that did the canteen when we were kids. Yeah, DJ. No, no. DJ's <laughs> older yeah, brother. DJ. No. What before, was DJ's older brother, before, Mark? Are you, are you thinking that, was it one of the Renwick boys? Probably. Um, I um, didn't know they were Renwick, but I don't really know who they are. Yeah. Who the Renwicks are. Uh, you're not talking about like. You know, the Renwicks. The. Steven. Not a, like, Jamie Jeannie and, uh. Jeannie and uh, what? Jeff, Jeff and Jeff, Jeannie. Jeff and Jeannie. Jeff and Jeannie. They're kids. No. 
there's there was during the time when they were the caretakers though there was this guy he would he came by himself i don't think he was he might have been related to people but he was always alone or by himself i sure hope he wasn't just coming to feed kids yeah kids candy (laughs) (laughs) no like he was in his probably early 20s mid 20s probably early probably late then then he was probably somebody who uh who attended the camp Mm -hmm. um or attended the church right that 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 would have been close by yeah um i don't remember because i because i only went i only went once Mm -hmm. right oh no this wasn't kids camp this was even family camp this this guy did the canteen for family camp yeah i don't remember i only remember our sisters would remember dj's older brother's name is mark right yeah one of them yeah this the one right above him is mark yes yeah didn't mark do canteen for a minute he did i think he did but this guy was before that generation of doing canteen maybe i don't know when you're that young everything's just like oh my gosh people that are older in years than i am and everyone's cool and everyone's well i remember a lot of people did canteen Mm -hmm. i remember your sisters did canteen dj did canteen Um, dude it was lit when you got like when like it was a night my sisters were kind of preoccupied you had like dj and sarah ashley back there and you got your cousin Josh, yeah, <laughs> eating too many friggin' too many Snickers, candies, candy, candies and stuff. And we were playing carpet ball, ping pong, you know, yeah. just loving that room. See, getting hyped on sugar. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Becoming so those were the nights. Crazy crack dad. The yeah. reason why I say sisters were preoccupied was because then we didn't have to have any chaperones. Right, me and you. We're like, we never really I can did. like make comments that seem, you know, friendly with my friends. What? I could, you know, what do you hang mean out by with, that? like, you know, with DJ and being like, hey, man, we're friends and you're older than me. So I'm cool because I have a kid that's older than me who's my friend. Yeah. And Wait. then I got Wyatt. And then if Luke was there, that means Sarah was there. And when I was really young, I had a crush on Sarah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, everyone had a crush on Sarah when they were young. She was pretty. Yeah. Did you I, was, I don't we know. I was really. I, 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 I was no, really too young. <laughs> she wasn't friends with you. I you was were really young. young. I asked Sarah I, uh, fairly recently. I asked Sarah. I was like, "Hey, you want to go on a date?" Right, <laughs> jokingly, right? And she's like, "Nah, I'd be weird. You're a <laughs> no, <laughs> we, 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 you know, too much of an age." She's like, "I remember you pooping your diapers." Ooh. I'm like, "Yeah, How that old would." Is Sarah, <laughs> she's older than me. Well, oh, we know that. Me, right. She's older, older than you. He, he's younger than me, and you're older than me. It's but impolite. she's not as old as Clarissa. It's, in, it's impolite. To I don't even think she's as old as Karina. She's probably like a year older than you. She's probably just like a year. No, a year Abby's, older than you. Abby's like five months older. Than Abby's me. closer to you. Yeah. Abby's five months. I think. Well, she's not a full year. She's somewhere within the month. I just thought it was. It was really funny of it being older than me. Because I obviously I was joking, but her response was really funny to me. But what if you were not joking? With Sarah? What if you're like, I think you're I, single, I'm single. I think if anybody, you know, if anybody has the guts to go for Sarah, go for it. Because Sarah's Sarah's uh, one of the best people I know. She goes hard. She, what? She goes hard in the paint. In life. Paint? <laughs> <laughs> um. Well... That was a good episode, guys. Yeah, you were, I, I know. I had. A, I know there was one thing I was trying to. There was one thing I wanted to say. I just don't remember what it was. 
Anything else from you guys? Anything else you wanted to ask me? I'm super curious about kind of your life and where your mind is at as moving into adulthood from the camp back to Georgia before moving here for so that period of time. It but, was an interesting period of time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if we should either save it for another time yeah. or just literally roll it out so people can listen to it in a couple days on the Midnight Special. We can do whatever you want. Midnight Special is going to come out before this. Or next no, week's won't. episode. No, it won't. It's coming out this Friday. Oh, okay. I'm th- I'm thinking that our schedule is the same. You know what? I got no, I got not. so preoccupied. We're in, we're in order this mm-hmm. season. I got so preoccupied talking about camp that I forgot <laughs> to talk about me. You forgot to Dude, talk about you. Me, camp myself. A, it was a place. It's about as important. It's it's important to it's a, an important part of my life, which means it's an important part of everyone's life. Yeah. Okay. Because my um, life is important. Because your life, ultimately, <laughs> you're the sun in our universe. Right. Everything revolves around, around me. <laughs> <laughs> and if you, the quicker you learn that, the easier life will be. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's let's end this episode, guys. Thank you so much for watching here for about an hour or so. Um, we're kind of finding a groove. Uh, a little bit one. A um, little bit. Yeah. So we're trying to do longer form, but we also want to bring you a variety on the YouTube and in the Midnight Special. So we're bringing you about three podcasts a week. Yeah. Um, and since we're still getting going and because we're limited on certain technological things, how long cameras will record and such, um, it's looking to be a roughly about an hour each. Right. Midnight Special might be a little longer, but, um, you know, we're happy you're here. We're mm-hmm. happy you're here to join us and watch. And thank you, especially if you're listening to me now. You've listened all the way up to this point. Yep. So, and uh, we have a new website. You should go check that out. Yep. Wiseworksfilms.com. Um, we have a small tab on there for the podcast. So go check that out. Yep. Um, and then we also are we ending it? Are we saying our goodbyes. Uh, our subscribe goodbyes? to the YouTube channel. Yeah. Follow us on Spotify. Wiseworks podcast. And also uh, slide into Wyatt's DM. <laughs> Why is that the new thing? It's not the new thing. It That's can't be. No, no. Pick a different new you thing. You got to have a new thing. You got to slide into Wyatt's no. DM. Joshua, don't. the, the don't term ever, slide please. into DM, DMs is a dated reference. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, Wyatt's got an Instagram. Check it out. <laughs> Check out <laughs> the DMs. <laughs> so the end of the thing is going to be go follow Wyatt on no, Instagram. No, we got to have a different thing. Wyatt? That I'm doing this to embarrass you. Do you realize this? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the know, more you're course. going to be embarrassed about it, the more I'm going to do it. Nothing embarrasses me, and you know this. Subscribe to Olin Rogers. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. See you on the Midnight Special, 10 o'clock Friday. Goodbye, crazy yeah. crack dads.